So I'm now going to do a guided meditation on the elements. <clears throat> so there's no need, you know, to make an effort to feel anything in particular, but just, you know, enough to know and to re relate to what I'm uh, speaking. And the meditation on the element uh, brings home the concept of not-self or empty of self, the body you know, not existing from its own side, but the body being a process, you know, which is in constant exchange with everything else. And I think that's a very uh, important uh, practice for this day and age where we are becoming aware, you know, how interdependent we are with the environment and the limitations of what is possible without, you know, some real serious damage which is already happening and, you know, how we can find ways to act more appropriately. So I'm just starting by, you know, bringing again to mind your motivation, your aspiration. Why do you practice? What brought you here today? And then becoming aware of hardness, the hardness of your teeth or your fingernails. Hardness as opposed to softness. That is the quality of earth element. Hardness and structure. So press your teeth together or your fingernails, feel your fingernails, the hardness. Direct experience of hardness. Not thinking about it, but directly experiencing it. And then we can scan down, you know, from the top of the head, down to the feet, noticing hardness, in particular in the bones. And the teeth are considered the tip of the bones. And just from the top of the head, hardness. Scanning down over the face and the back of the head, hardness. And just allow that direct experience of hardness to arise in the mind. Neck hardness. Shoulders hardness. Upper arms hardness. Lower arms hardness. And hands, hardness. And then the torso with the spine and the ribcage, hardness. Hips, hardness. Upper legs, hardness. Lower legs, hardness. 
deep hardness. This whole body is permeated by earth element and hardness. Earth element internally and earth element externally, the rocks and the mountains are exactly the same. There's no difference. Earth element is empty, empty of a self. And if you don't take in earth elements through food for one or two months, this body will shut down, cannot live. And then we feel you know, the hardness of the cushion, of the chair, that's the external earth element. And underneath this vast earth element of the planet. And we feel the sense of gravity which connects us to planet Earth. with which we are in constant, constant exchange. And there's also a sense of cohesion here, otherwise it would be just quicksand and cohesion, fluidity, Wetness, that's the quality of water element. And in the body we can uh, sense it, uh, the water element in the mouth and the whole uh, fleshy parts in the body are permeated by blood and other liquids. The whole body consists about 75% of water element. And we can scan from the feet up, noticing water element in the fleshy parts. And then the legs, water element. Hip area, water element. Hands, water element. Arms, water element. Torso, water element. Neck, water element. Face and head, water element. The whole body is permeated by water element. Water element internally and water element externally, the rains, the lakes and rivers, the oceans are exactly the same.
what the element internally and externally are exactly the same. Water element is empty, empty of a self. And if we don't drink for three days, the body shuts down. The body cannot sustain itself without taking in water element and letting go water element. Then we come to the next element, the fire element. If the water element is too cold, it freezes, and if it's too hot, it evaporates. So it needs to be in the right temperature range for our bodies to sustain themselves. It's about between 36 and 96 degrees Fahrenheit. We can notice temperature in the mouth, under the arms, and also where the skin meets the air. So now we're going to scan from the top of the head again down to the feet, noticing fire element, head and face fire element, temperature, neck fire element. Shoulders, arms and hands, fire element, torso, fire element, hips, fire element, legs and feet, fire element. The whole body is permeated by fire element which comes from the sun to us in form of sun rays or food or any of the fuels and coal and all of the different forms how fire element can come to us. Fire element is empty, empty of a self. It's just fire element. And, you know, fire element is nothing else but motion, different tempi of motion. And motion is the quality of air element or wind element. The whole body is permeated by motion all of the different cycles, the bloodstream and different other liquids pumped through the body, the heart and the breath. Wind element is particularly palpable as breath. And if you don't breathe for three minutes, the body shuts down. becoming aware of the breath
expansion and contraction. And the air element internally and air element externally are exactly the same. Air element is empty, empty of a self. So that's the four qualities of matter, earth, hardness and softness, water, fluidity and cohesion and wetness, fire, heat and cold, wind, movement, expansion and contraction. So that's the four basic elements. And then there's also space element. There's cavities in the body, like the mouth, the ears, the eyes, the womb. And also the whole body is sitting in space here in this room. Space element. If there wouldn't be space, the body wouldn't be here couldn't be here and the space doesn't end at the walls of this room it goes on limitless space element and to listening into the limitless space element the silence behind all sounds and allowing the mind to wide open up by listening. There's all of those different sounds arising out of the silence. The birds and the traffic. And the spaciousness. which is expanding as we sit here, as we are currently in an expanding universe. And allowing just everything to dissolve into that space. Just paying attention to that quality of space. no differences, it's just space.
and relaxing into this openness, emptiness. Whenever the mind wanders off and just start thinking about something, just if possible dropping it and coming back to listening to the silence, to the space. And noticing, you know, the subtle, pleasant weather now, a feeling tone when the mind is wide open and not hunting after anything. That's a temporary liberation of the mind through abiding in this boundless space, in the silence. And really familiarizing ourselves with that subtle, pleasant feeling tone. Being in the present moment, not needing anything different from what is happening right now. There's some phenomenon arises, such as the sound. It's just like a cloud in the sky, just moving through. No need to do anything, no need to hunt after it, no need to tense up against it, just let it do its thing. And then we become aware of the quality which knows the limitless space, the knowing. It's limitless too. So turning the awareness towards itself, subject, being aware of subject and dropping the object, dropping the space and the silence. Just being aware of the knowing. That which knows the space, that which knows the silence. It's like making a U-turn.
and not thinking about it, but just being the knowing and dropping everything else. Conscious awareness. That's the refuge of Buddha, conscious awareness. Uh, being the knowing. Whereby systematically leaving behind all other perceptions and then ending up with that which knows. It's like the sky without any clouds. And if a cloud arises, such as the sounds, just letting them move through, no need to fuss around with it. And being the knowing. And in case you do feel drowsy or feel a little bit tired from the meal, just open the eyes. And, you know, putting an emphasis on clarity and then closing the eyes again. And being the knowing. The clarity and the knowing. And any sense of, you know, ego or me or mine, which might be lurking behind the knowing, just dropping that as well. No subject, no object, just knowing. Knowing which is without a self, empty of a self, a quality of emptiness. And that's a 
temporary liberation of the mind but just being that knowing the mind is you know really equanimous in the middle not leaning left or right not leaning towards or against just being with what is It's a great simplicity which is difficult to describe with words, but it can be experienced. that, you know, to familiarize ourselves with that knowing that's the essence of the practice, that's the inner refuge of Buddha. Which we want to become very familiar with so that we can remember it in times of great challenge and trigger. You can come back to that knowing rather than becoming somebody. Then just resting in the knowing, resting as the knowing. If the mind, you know, starts to contract around the thought or some object, as soon as you notice it, just dropping the object and coming back to the knowing itself.
with the in press and being aware of the body and with the out press letting go into that boundless space. And then for the remainder of the meditation, now starting to pay attention to impermanence, which is you know, the liberating insight we can cultivate through paying attention to the changingness of sense experience, Hearing, seeing, touching, tasting, smelling, thinking. Mainly hearing right now, maybe, and thinking. Uh, Body feeling. Paying attention to that constant stream of experience, constantly changing, <coughs> and you know, seeing impermanence for what it is leads to viraga, dispassion, a fading away of attachment. 
because we simply see very clearly that we can't hold on to experience. There's a constant streaming going on. And holding on to any of this doesn't make any sense. So that leads to fading away of attachment. Like washing out a, a stain in a cloth. By washing it many times, the stain gets lighter and lighter. Same is with the meditation, you know, through seeing impermanence really deeply, attachment gets washed out. The mind just responds by opening the, gra the grip and letting go. Letting things move on as they naturally do. And then the mind is capable to pay attention also to endings, to the whole spectrum of experience arising, existing and ending. Usually we are glued to beginnings. We don't pay attention easily to endings. We're just balancing that out in the meditation. That's Niroda, is ending, cessation. So Anicca, impermanence, Viraga, dispassion, which is the result of watching impermanence, and then Niroda is ceasing, ending, really understanding and seeing the ending of things, ending of a thought, ending of a breath, ending of a meal, ending of a meditation, ending of a life, ending of a lifetime. Just seeing the whole process and seeing the connections, seeing the conditioned nature of all experience. And that then leads to letting go, letting be, and opening the grip. And giving space, not charging, just allowing things to take their course, externally and internally. And as Ajahn Buddhadasa says also in the Anapanasati book, I think, you know, throwing it all back to nature, the rightful owner of all of this. Nature is empty, empty of a self. So 
So in this temporary liberation of the mind gave us a, a taste of the goal of the practice. And Ajahn Buddha Dasa calls that a little Nibbana, a taste of the liberated mind, even it's only a temporary taste. But many of such tastes can give us the confidence that we are going in the right direction with this. That which we perceive as a person, ultimately there is no person there. It's a mere concept. And so it is with all concepts. Everything whatsoever. And those concepts, they exist on a certain level, but ultimately they do not exist. And that's just not about, you know, nothing exists. Things do exist, but they exist in a different way than what we usually think. They don't exist from their own <coughs> side. They are coming together through causes and conditions. And when the causes and conditions change, the processes change. And in knowing that, brings a lot of peace. We don't take it all so personal. But we rather, you know, being the knowing, not becoming any of it. And that's, you know, why we practice to understand that truth of not-self as the central insight in the dispensation of the Buddha, insight into emptiness or anatta, not-self, which liberates the mind from ignorance. No ignorance, no dukkha.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.